Goodbye and thanks for listening. And remember, kids, it ain't ogre. Till it's ogre. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Will. And welcome to a new episode of A Ogre Till It's Ogre. Uh, we're back in action, and we're talking once again about the Master of Disguise. However, it is However. the month of July, so you know what that means. Tell them yep. that. That we watched the movie backwards. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yay! And, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, do we have a lot to say. <laughs> I mean, from the opening seconds of the cuteness barking backwards... <laughs> no, yeah. well, the dog yeah. rises from the dead. Yes, <laughs> and starts speaking backwards human language. It's not even backwards barking. I forgot <laughs> what he said in the original movie. Uh, it's uh, he says no more dog food, and then turtle, turtle, and then he falls yeah. over like fifteen times. And this <laughs> yeah, version, he just keeps <laughs> flying back up, and then he's like yelling at you, and then uh, and then we see what was originally the ending of the film. Is now the beginning is our cold open essentially, uh, which is the slapping dummy man who was you know obviously the star of the film initially, <laughs> yes. but the in this version, opening. yeah, and in this it, version, yeah, sorry, good. Oh, this is like I, I was losing it right away because he like even notwithstanding all the you know running around like he picks up the dummy or picks up the the oh uh, that's the guy so and good. puts him. Puts him yeah. inside, carefully inside the dummy, <laughs> closes it and locks it, and then starts knocking on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's so funny and so uh. terrifying at the same time. <laughs> he just, like, yeah, so he's, like, chasing... Well, first they have, like, a conversation yes. in this version. I don't even they know what that's chat. supposed to be. I guess he's like, like, all right, time for yeah. you to go. <laughs> I don't know. Usually we try to pick, like, a language that this is, like a fable from, like, whatever, German or Italy or something. <laughs> Is this like an Italian fable in this version? Or sure, what? yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like an Italian fable. Starts off with this weird dog antics, and then we see two characters introduce the film. We can't understand what they're saying, but there's this weird sort of thing where they're like, kind of like Benny Hilling around town, and then like you said, <laughs> it goes from lighthearted and goofy to like terrifying as our uh, second lead I don't know, character. I thought, I thought it was still pretty lighthearted. Yeah, he was in on it. Slowly no. <laughs> puts this man into a slapping dummy machine, listens to make sure he's still alive, presumably, <laughs> turns him around, then just walks away. And <laughs> we just kind of see that character periodically throughout the film uh, as like a haunting reminder of something or another. I don't know. Do you guys have interpretation of what this film's supposed to mean in this version? I'm very curious about this. I mean, I thought it was weird that uh, several times in a row she would pull his pants down and the dummy would pull them back up yes. and laugh. In this version, it's much funnier and creepier that, um, yeah, because initially the dummy man's like pulling his pants down. This one, Pistachio's pulling his own pants down, you know, for whatever reason. And then the slapping dummy man keeps trying to pull him back up. And it's fantastic. I don't know. I think this one works in that it's it's like an Italian fable where you don't really know what's going on the whole time you're seeing it, and then at the end, they give you a couple title cards to explain what it is that you just saw. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember, kids. <laughs> it's like the pistachio, or the, the, the family, I don't know what their last, the disguisey family. Yeah, the disguisey family, yeah. 
has like this superpower. Like it like just says that all there at the end. And you're like, oh, okay, I guess that makes sense. That's what was going on with that guy and all those weird costumes. Yeah, like, let's go home. I don't now. think I don't think the plot of this one changes very much. Well, I feel like it's sort of like the beginning of the film has like this kind of like a serious man opening where like pistachio <laughs> like kind of weirdly like curses his family backwards. Well, I think before we even get to that, we got to talk about the credits. <laughs> the end or the opening credits? Well, yes. Um, the I think Formerly the credits. The end credits, now the opening credits. Is that what you mean? They almost make more sense in this context. The credits at the end of the movie are like this extended intro sequence. It's like, yeah, it's or, like the Mission Impossible <laughs> opening credits yes, where you get exactly. like a. A, a, a sneak peek about of... of a bunch of stuff, and yeah. some of them never show up. <laughs> like, yeah, the Bubble Man. You see him in the intro. It's like, oh man, I can't wait for that scene, and then it never arrives. Yeah. <laughs> There's like uh, whatever the the gladiator who never comes. Yes, Pistat- yes. or uh, Picasso, I guess, or like some painter, Bob Ross, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, and all these these side characters that are, I guess, I guess, supposed to be his extended family in this version. In my yeah, at least as far as my interpretation, that like it's the inverse of a serious man, where like he has somehow cursed his whole family lineage back by doing this heinous act of seemingly murdering a small man. <laughs> yeah, he puts him in the dummy, and then that's that's what brings the curse on the dis- on the disguise. <laughs> right. Yeah. Line. Going all the way back to like the colonial, like beginning of America. Yeah. Yeah. That they are they're all cursed and no longer be themselves, but forced to like wear these like horrendous disguises and like cause hey a, a havoc and mayhem and it all happens everyone. right after pistachio gets married and then his life kind of falls apart right exactly <laughs> yeah. and all these all these backward versions like the characters end up for the worse like like <laughs> yeah. shrek lost everyone he loved the, the kids are like permanently traumatized Garfield loses Odie. pistachio pistachio goes to be with his family like he he he's he's independent, but then he like spends some time living with his grandpa, and then he just moves back in with his parents. But he seems happy at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, he lost his um his new wife, his newly yeah uh, uh his new adopted bride son and his adopted son. Um, and then seemingly he caused the man to go to jail. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, who may or may not be innocent. I don't know if he's supposed to be the hero of this version, uh, because I guess Devlin Bowman keeps giving all these people these famous landmarks. I have he, a lot of trouble with possession. his dad. But, uh, Papa Disguise? What what role does Papa Disguise play in the reverse movie? Well, he, that's like turns yeah. into Bowman for a minute. <laughs> that that scene is such an amazing moment of just. And like, it's like the first scene. <laughs> yeah, it's just like what is happening. <laughs> I also really laughed that um, instead of putting underwear on his head, Pistachio takes yeah. underwear off his head and sucks it back into his butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, to the yeah. the horrified uh, looks of uh, his wife and um, his grandpa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's. I, I like that his his grandpa leaves in the dead of the night in this version. Like, <laughs> Um, I also like the beginning of the film. We see the president of the United States resuscitate a man who is drowning in a pool by doing a, a backwards like karate kick. 
He uses Energico to pull him out of the water. Right. Well, I guess him and all the the uh, guys did because they like put their hands together and then pulled him out, yeah. and that's what caused Devlin to be saved. But they also yeah. like ruined his life by putting him in jail in 1979 somehow. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> it's. It's like I like how you said it. It's like th- throughout the movie, uh, Devlin Bowman is giving away famous landmarks to celebrities. Yeah, <laughs> or, or famous celebrities are returning. He landmarks uses his to magic, yeah, to become celebrities and give these famous landmarks back, or I guess to these like American institutions. So like he he gives the Liberty Bell to this museum. He gives like a space crater. Some other museum. I forget the other ones. Oh, the the Constitution. I Back. think yeah. all of his fart scenes are funnier in this. Version. Oh yeah, that was oh yeah for sure. That, because it's yeah. kind of like he's like uncomfortable, so he farts and then immediately just starts laughing. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah <laughs> like he's me. he's like. But <laughs> <laughs> then like. like that- the the third one where like in the original movie he thinks he didn't fart and he's happy yes. so he like farts he's like <gasps> starts laughing yeah my favorite I, for somehow the worst fart joke in the original film is the best one I think in this one which where is he's like where he's running backwards yes and yes. It's like farting and he's like laughing maniacally <laughs> yeah it works here because it's his entrance yeah. <laughs> well, uh, second entrance, right? Because he was previously right. saved uh, in a almost near farting well, tragedy. Yeah, it's it's uh, his, it's his entrance. It's his entrance in the context of the movie. Like <laughs> that's like the prologue. There's well, two prologues. Yeah. Well, I guess there's there's some interpretation here that like when he was he had near death experience, he was like farting to death in a pool, and he got saved. But so subsequently, like. <laughs> farting reminds him that he's alive so like every time he farts he's like overcome with joy because (laughs) he remembers that he's still alive and didn't die during that traumatic incident that's beautiful yeah is the the, the, like you said it's the movie is chaotic backwards like in during the the mid-credit sequence it's downright lynchian yeah i think the ladies Uh, with the the butts yeah yeah that moment is um yeah, I, I wrote in Letterbox that it makes David Lynch look like Child's Play because, like, because I, <laughs> I don't even I don't I don't know if we can really even fully interpret this. This is like some strange nightmare existence. I'm like, yeah, there's no there's no rhyme or reason. Right, to some like this. Wonderland backwards mirror world. <laughs> Shrek, at least, like we could make a plot. Even like I I think the one we've had the most trouble with yet was Scooby Doo because there's just like a lot going on in that movie. But this, yep. this made that look easy. Like, <laughs> well, I think is this the best backwards version of a film we? I think it's mo- I think it's most improved, at the very least. Yeah, Over I the think the original. Cat- yeah, yeah. The yeah. Cat in the Hat was probably more fun to watch, but like I also like the Cat in the Hat, mm-hmm. whereas this like made a pretty unenjoyable movie a bit more enjoyable. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, one of the notes I wrote was that like this is like I think this is the intended version of the film. Yeah. <laughs> somehow they they released the forward cut and they if they had released this version it would have gotten you know like awards Academy attention. Awards. Yeah. What if the what if this is the original version of the studio meddling 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. They said flip it. It's like, no, this needs to be playing in reverse. This is but reverse is actually for... forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Man. What studio made this? Sony. Huh? Columbia. Yeah. Oh, Sony. Yeah, oh, that's Columbia. right. That's right. Yes, I hope it was Warner Brothers because then that would actually, that, that scheme would actually have credence. But it is Sony medals in their movies a lot too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I only have, I, I have like two notes that are just things that I noticed this month, if I may share those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had never noticed that the, on dark eBay, when the constitution is up for sale, this is one of those things I always like about the backwards month is I end up paying more attention to the end of the movie because mm-hmm. normally by then I'm kind of tired. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that the current bid on the constitution is seven donkeys. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. I, that was actually one of the notes I took this time as well. I was just like, man, yeah. like, you notice how racist this movie gets the more you watch it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other thing, this is just something I kind of realized in watching the credits backwards, was this movie's credits spoiled me as a kid uh-huh. because the like antics never stop. You know, when I when I was younger, we had, you know, there was like Toy Story and Bugs Life, which had like bloopers during the credits. So I was like, oh, this is a thing. Sometimes the credits have like bloopers partway through. They usually end. But in this one, they literally went the whole credits and i was like wow that's a thing that's possible so then every other movie i watched that would have stuff during the credits i was always hoping that it could just keep going the way they do in this movie but they never actually do because i are there any other movies where the credit stuff just goes on the whole time um the whole time i'm sure there yeah. are probably other oh they're definitely yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at the same time i think the master of disguise is comparatively such a small scale movie yes um, you don't have animators and and all this stuff. Exactly. Like, this is such a this is a uh, from what I could tell, a very very stripped down production uh, crew. Yes, agreed. What was the, Matt, what was the movie we saw once where like randomly midway through the credits there was like a little dancing dude that came up? And uh, I think you're thinking of the Grand Budapest Hotel. Was that it? Yeah, there's like a little just dancing guy that came up. Yeah, a little the credits. Da- there's a little chef guy that for he's like for the second half of the credits, he's he just yeah. dances down in the bottom corner. Yeah, because I remember our bit was just like somebody was just like, all right, I got to work on this amazing Wes Anderson movie. Here comes my name. Wait, what's this guy doing? And he got so distracted by the little dancing uh, cartoon man that he missed his name. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I forgot about that. That was a good bit. It's hard to believe that was like seven years ago. Yeah. Anyway. Time. <laughs> What's that song? Which uh, I don't know which one. Time. Uh, yeah. Is that who the sings Pink that Floyd? song? No, not that song. Sorry. Time. I think I the Hans Zimmer number from. I think I'm thinking of Hootie yeah. and the Blowfish, like the Chime. Why you rolling me? If I could turn back time. No, I think we're thinking of three different songs. Yeah, I think so, 100%. Too. <laughs> I, was like, I was leaning into it. Sure. Anyway. Um, one thing I noticed yeah. this time was that uh, we talked before about how Naya Rivera had, like, a cut scene um, in this film. Like, she was part of that Captain America scene that got cut. But I didn't realize oh, she was yes. actually credited in the film. It just, but, like, you can see her name as well as the other uh, kids in the Captain America scene in the credits. But she's not in the Interesting. Film, so... This might have been one of her first credits. I don't know. 
Who is Naya Rivera again? Is this? She is the actress from Glee that passed away about a year ago. Oh, oh, I didn't realize that she was in the Captain America scene. Yeah, she's one of the kids. Oh. So, yeah. I think every movie we've done so far has, in some way, featured somebody that died. Well, by nature of time, and <laughs> uh, that's. Well, well wait. Now I want to. Now I want to double check this. So Shrek was uh, Chris Farley. Right. Sure. Cat in the Hat was um, the mom, uh, Kelly Preston. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kelly yeah. Preston died. Um, Garfield. Garfield. Uh, Garfield Garfield died. Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> May he rest in peace. Um, <laughs> Lorenzo Music, I get, but no, that doesn't really count. Um, who, who died from Garfield? <laughs> well, technically, um, Odie, the dog, died, presumably. Oh yeah, we did talk about that. Um, I, I guess that counts if we can't think of something else. But Scooby Doo. Um, this is such a morbid topic that we. I did yeah, I, that's why. I, that's why I immediately was like, let's let's explore this. Yeah. Well, because like Grandpa died from this movie. I know right, that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and presumably cuteness did as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely. That was. This was. Nine. 18 years ago, that dog yeah. is for sure. That that dog is dead. That, um, dog, that dog do be dead. <laughs> um, in Scooby-Doo. More like, more like the deadness. Uh, <laughs> Pamela Anderson's career died in Scooby-Doo. In a way, yeah. <laughs> Don Knotts was supposed to be in it. Yeah. I guess that counts, because I think he was supposed to make a cameo, right? He was supposed to be the villain in an earlier draft. Yeah. That's so, right. If, if Chris Farley counts, I feel like that's. <clears throat> well, there you yeah. go. Yeah, we'll give it. We'll do that. <laughs> so Odie, Don Knotts, Kelly Preston, uh, <laughs> Kelly Preston, and and um, Chris Farley. What a what a bunch. May they all rest <laughs> in peace. May they all rest in peace. No, Kelly Preston's still alive. I mean, not Kelly Preston. Sorry, I was thinking Pamela Anderson. Yeah, Kelly Preston is dead. Pamela Anderson is alive, but her career is dead. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Pamela Anderson's career. All right. Anyway, what else are we going to talk about this backwards movie? <laughs> I um, had totally forgotten that Dino Stamatopoulos, how do you pronounce his name? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, him. Is an executive producer on this movie? You know it. Mm-hmm. You what? Sorry, I said you know it. Yeah. Uh, um, I think crazy. he also might have helped with writing the film as well, if I'm not mistaken. Probably. Nice. Um, <clears throat> the cow pie scene was pretty good. Oh, yeah, that was amazing, where he just, like, became the Earth. And <laughs> well, but first, first yeah. he's... First, they're running backwards through town being chased by a grass man. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, I love the just a random shot of, like... We see the grass man sitting on the bench. Yes. The newspaper. Yes. And then he starts chasing these guys. Yeah. I, uh, what I like the, um, the Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln flashback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because there's no setup or build up to that at all. Where it's, like, it's <laughs> Abraham Lincoln partying with the crowd, and then his total square comes up and replaces him on the podium. <laughs> um, I'm also quite fond of the, um, uh, Tony Montana. Seeing this one where he's just like dancing like a maniac, it's, it's out of nowhere. so chaotic. And then just like there's just like one scene where like randomly he has like a miniature head. And he's just like, oh. 
<laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's yeah, the that scene definitely plays better in this version because it's so close it's towards the beginning of the movie still. Yeah. And yeah. Oh man. And it was the uh the German guy. Oh yeah, the German guy scene is excellent in this version. Oh I pretty much the opposite. I thought he was the worst part about in this version. Oh. Really? I'm surprised, yeah. Yeah, they just open the door. Or it just it just cuts to him standing there and he's like, hmm, hello. <laughs> and then he like stands and just talks to them for a minute and leaves. <laughs> like it's it's just really out of place. Um see I was more I was a bigger fan of the Terry Suave scene. Because he's just yeah. like he's like examining this man and then just randomly he like kisses this woman's hand and then he just like is gone. <laughs> Uh, I think just in general, the, some things are just funnier in um, in reverse. Like like especially, you know, we talked about him putting the little man into the dummy, yes. but also um, Devlin Bowman getting into a glass cage. Oh yeah, yes. yelling yeah. maniacally, like <laughs> angrily getting back into the cage. <laughs> um, yeah, they. Though that said, um, obviously the animated movies have better stuff like that, and. Realistically, this movie is a lot of just scenes of people talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I think the action scenes do stick out so much as so much funnier yeah. for that reason. But and, and that's why this one also just seems so chaotic because you just have these strange characters talking to each other mm-hmm. with no context and no explanation for what's going on or what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway. I agree, yeah, because it's like the... <clears throat> The most boring scenes of the film are just like Pistachio and Jennifer talking because just like yes. you can't understand what they're saying, and there's nothing really visually interesting about those scenes. Yes, just like yes, two over the shoulder shots. Yes, um, but, but everything like, else, at least yeah. when he's in disguise, at least you're like something's happening. At least, right. <laughs> did we talk about the Turtle Club scene on air? No, we have not. We, we have not. Uh, yeah, we okay. got to talk about that. Yeah. So, yeah, instantly starts with. A man driving backwards on a moped in a turtle costume, then just laughing maniacally as he's spinning on the ground. It's a fade in. Fade in. Yeah. Then a man is like distressed about his nose or something, so he like loses his nose. Flies off of his face. Vomits a nose onto the dude's. He's like, I don't have a nose. (laughs) Right. No, I've got one. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. He just like spits out this nose onto this man. Uh, And. I did like also in the in the end credits where he's like stuffing things into his mouth. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Where he's just like he's like because <laughs> like in this version it looks like he actually has like crap in his mouth that he's like spitting out random at one point and it's just like what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> and then like the um, egg and the pepto dismal or whatever. And I like when he walks like the cigar guy scene. Despite the fact that the cigar guy is the only guy who like treats pistachio as a real person would, mm-hmm. I think that scene makes more sense in this version where he like looks terrified upon pistachio entering, mm-hmm. and then as they they like talk and he's like he like first asks is that guy okay and then he like calms down and answers their question. Yeah. Um, yeah. My favorite thing about that scene is that midway through we get a zoom out of uh, a key. <laughs> Thing, it just says Devil and Bowman. Yes, yes. Yeah, it just... <laughs> it's, it's a nice touch. It's just like, oh, there, right there. 
Oh, I was going to talk about, um, I like how in this version, uh, Pistachio gives Trent a wallet full of credit cards. Yeah, that's very <laughs> kind. Uh, just random, like, while he's, like, unslapping him, he just gives him some credit cards and a wallet. He's like, here yeah. you go. Restitution. Yeah. <laughs> it's restitution. <laughs> um... I also noticed this time that when uh, he's doing what was originally the Shrek impersonation, it looks like he's like holding back or stifling like a stroke. <laughs> when he's what? It looks like he's like trying to like prevent a stroke from happening. Oh, <laughs> I guess I see that. Yeah. Or like some something of the matter. Yeah. What's the um, what's the Jennifer plot backwards? Like everything involving her. Uh. Well. She gets married to this seemingly normal man. Yes. Who is cursed to assume many identities. And over time, as he assumes different identities, she realizes that this is no longer the man she married and leaves him with her her son. And he has to move back in with his parents. And he moves back with his parents. Well, first his grandpa. Yeah. Who also leaves him because he's just like, I can't take this. I got to go back into my exorcist taxi yeah his grandpa arrives in a taxi to come help but then ends up sending jennifer away yeah and the reason but what's the stuff with her boyfriend and whatnot though uh um, go ahead chris oh i was gonna say uh you said what it, what does his dad factor into and how's the dad factor into it in the reverse his version? dad went to work with devlin for a while <laughs> yeah then he comes back and then so pistachio <laughs> is also is always yelling who's your daddy when he's sliding people and so mm-hmm. he's like I have to remind my son who is his daddy. Mm. I like it. Um, what were you going to say? I was going to say, I really appreciate this time how uh, Barney materializes from bushes and rides on a skateboard with his dog. <laughs> yeah. Or just other random things like when they're having their conversation, Pistachio takes away a pair of knee pads from Jennifer. And puts oh, yeah, them, that's right. <laughs> puts them back. I'm taking. It's like that. Re- my favorite reverse gif of all time, possibly, is the one from Aladdin. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Um, it's the scene where Aladdin gives the, the poor, starving children some bread. <laughs> and in the reverse version, he walks over, takes the bread away, sits down, and starts to enjoy it. And there's a slow pan back <laughs> with the kids looking distressed and hungry. <laughs> That's real good. <laughs> oh, we haven't even talked about the audition scene in this version, which is just... It's pure chaos. Hey, I don't even know what to make of this scene. What about you, Chris? <laughs> that, that scene gave me anxiety. Freaking, uh, what, the uh, Devo starts playing. Right. Well, backwards and, Devo, and then it's... Yeah, just... backwards, but it's still kind of... I mean, you can still recognize it. And then Grandpa is just screaming and scratching out <laughs> names. <laughs> As many people go by and just speak gibberish. Although I do like... Okay, so on the note, when they're doing Jennifer's interview, briefly this movie deci- this movie that's in another language decides we're going to throw in a couple English captions here. And a German one. <laughs> yes, yeah. So that you can understand what's being said for a moment. Well, it wants to make sure that the subtext is the text. Yes. So, Which is about the butts. Yes. And then, and then that way, whenever you get to the end and it gives you the title cards, it like, it like lines up and it's like, oh, okay. That's what they meant when they were talking about 
a, a disguise with a small butt woman. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because it's like in the beginning, it's like the um, the army of women with big butts is like foreshadowing, I guess. Yes. Yes. Because like he's like, I don't know how you, how do you interpret that, Matt? That's I why. Think, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead, Chris. That's why uh, Jennifer leaves him is because it's you know, the foreshadowing of the lady with the big butts, like. That's his addiction, and she she mm. cannot satisfy that addiction. Yes, yes, and I think this movie starts with a the, the very long intro sequence is like a Shakespearean soliloquy or, or like thing at the beginning of the Shakespeare show where they like basically tell you what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. In Romeo and Juliet, in the Baz Luhrmann version, they do it as a newscast. That part. This tale of star-crossed lovers, or whatever sure. you know, that's what this is. It's like it like tells you this is what you're gonna see in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's like those Arthurian poems where you get a guy that that sings the, the what's good, what you know what's gonna happen, like you said in in yes. Or or at the beginning of um, Midsommar, where there's that like tapestry that yeah. shows the whole plot of the movie. What if Ari Aster directed Master of Disguise? <laughs> I'd watch the um, crap out of that. Well, I think you'd get fired because uh, he has an affinity for Austin Powers, which uh, would not sit well with Dana Carvey. Oh, as does made he? evident by that. Well, there's that scene in Midsummer where uh, he they talk about we should watch Austin Powers or whatever. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So that I, I think he would somehow mention that he loves. Awesome powers or something to Dana Carvey, and Dana would be like, "Get out! We don't talk about that man." I was thinking again, like how much I wanted to try to get Jennifer Esposito as an interview, and like not even consider Dana Carvey as a guest. Yeah, I would, I would be down for that if Jennifer Esposito is listening and is willing (laughs) to be interviewed. I would hundred percent be down to talk to her about the Master Disguise. But if Dana Dana Carvey offers, still no. Uh, I would say yes if he offered. Okay. If he offered, yeah. I mean, if he was just like, hey, could I promote my podcast? I'd probably be like, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I'd let him. I, I think I think we have the platform to support Dana Carvey. Yeah, yeah. I think so. We have I, the listeners, the fan base. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like Dana Carvey. Yeah, I'd, I'd have him on. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big I mean, I love Wayne's book. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um. And, you know, SNL. I like Dana Carvey's show. I like all of his Conan appearances, too. Yeah. A lot. Definitely. Uh, did we run out of things to say about the backwards version of Master of Disguise? Um, trying to think. Uh, it's just, it's it, the thing about it is, there. it seems like there's infinitely so much to say, but yeah, also there's... it's just not going to make any sense. Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, uh... Yeah, no, uh... I do like how, uh, you know, when they're right before the Turtle Club scene or right at the Turtle Club scene in this scene, Dana Carvey wearing all the stuff on his face slowly climbs into a dumpster. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Uh, uh, the whole gammy, like... the gammy num num scene didn't really make a lot of sense this time. <laughs> yeah. No. Though I did notice this time that it's easier to tell how Esposito is like stifling her laughs. Yeah. Like you can, if you, if you watch the scenes backwards, it's easy to see how like, they just cut before she started laughing each time. Yeah. Cute. I think that's cute. Yeah, definitely. Um, they're like, I, I imagine this was not a fun movie for her to make, but those Certainly scenes not. 
But those scenes seem like the ones where she was having fun. So Right. Good for her. Good for her. <laughs> um one thing I did notice is that during the spaghetti scene where he like accidentally throws spaghetti on the customers, there's this the shot where he's like wiping um the sauce off the guy's glasses and you can hear in this version him say saucy. Yes, I noticed that too. <laughs> Because the word sauce is the same backwards. Yeah. So it, it, it was very jarring for me, like hearing all these backwards words <laughs> and just him wiping sauce saucy. and saying, saucy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of do a double take. That and uh, the, the farts sound exactly the same forwards yes. and backwards, mm-hmm. which I think improves the whole concept of him laughing at his own farts. Yes, me too. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the farts definitely are much, much better this time around. Um, yeah. Anything else? I don't know. I, th- I think that's all I've got. Just cause, uh, like it's, it's just insane in yeah. a good way. Yeah. Oh, I did appreciate that Um, in this one, the Jaws guy just, like, holds his arm up for a long time for no reason. He's <laughs> like... Which oh yes yeah he's just like and then and yeah he like looks at it is like all right yeah <laughs> he rows back into the um the creek or the pond or whatever and just shows his hairy arm and they just stare at him for a while and then have a conversation. I like yeah. the idea of if this is if this is like the movie so it starts out and you have this intro sequence where you're seeing all these sneak peeks of characters and in the midst of all of these characters you see a pretty racist brown face caricature yes which is you know prince Lamajama. um and and then the movie starts and you're seeing some of the characters show up but you're noticing that not all of them are appearing mm-hmm. and you're like man i kind of hope that whatever that racist one was doesn't show up <laughs> yes and then that scene begins and it's so much worse yeah because oh yeah <laughs> He goes from, like, playing the character straight, which is still bad, obviously, to then doing the pistachio doing the character, which is worse. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, it's it's bad. <laughs> Though the, the random, like, accordion playing, just out yeah. of nowhere, was kind of funny, where he just, out of yeah, nowhere, it just, starts like, starts, out like, with just... No, I mean, like, at one point, like, randomly, like... Oh, he just pulls it. Yeah, yeah, and then Grandpa gets mad. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, again, it's like there's a, there's a lot to process, especially because yeah. all three of us watched it right before recording. Directly before. Like, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm still processing. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> oh, also, um, I always got chuckled anytime a celebrity, like, ripped off their face. Yes, and they, in this, they, like, pull it on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in this, yeah, they became just, like, whatever, Jessica Simpson. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Um, this one thing, just in the movie in general, that um, you know, in the in the in the credits, they revealed that when Young Pistachio blows up his face in the chemistry class, they actually used a stunt double. So when the smoke came up, you know, real one yes. ducked down, singed one came uh, up. Uh, yeah, Texas switch. Yeah. But then in the car, when um, they he takes a picture of the Constitution or the Declaration, I don't remember which one it is. Um, yeah. it's a hard the cut flash. to, yeah, yeah, it's a hard cut to disguise the, the change. Yeah. Well that, so I, I noticed that too. I caught that a little better this time with the one with the kid in class. Cause obviously in the credits you see that there's two, cause it's the Sprouse twins. 
when I watched it this time, I noticed they still just do a hard cut between mm-hmm. like it, the sh- the shot changes. It's like it like the angle changes of yeah. the camera. Oh it's yeah, like, you're right. Why did they even bother having both of them there if they were just gonna <laughs> end up doing a cut anyway? I don't know. Maybe it just the timing of it didn't work out that yeah. way, and so they just decided to edit it. Um, How do you guys interpret the bl- the um, bloopers in the credits of this version? I guess that can be like the last thing. Uh, are they just like like what do those mean? Like all the question. dancing and stuff. And a humorous the, moment yeah. among friends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's like some sort of like alternate universe theory. Yeah, alternate universe where like what would have been his time, happiness. It's a time variant. That's why there's two. Both of the Sprouse twins are there. One of them's a variant. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like because he cursed himself and subsequently his past lineage, like he robbed himself of those happy moments that he would have with whatever those people are. So this so is what like we're seeing is them disappearing, right? This yeah, is like, this is like his... the beginning of Up, where he's looking through the photo album of the wonderful <laughs> yeah. times of his wife, and yeah, it's 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 like watching his happiness or his potential happiness literally like eroding with time. <laughs> My gosh. I like that. <clears throat> Hello, and as per usual, we're joined by our good buddy Chris. Hey, Will, how's it going? And once again, we're joined by our good buddy Matt. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new edition of A Ogre. Tuts Ogre, I'm usual host, Will. I'm recording. I'm recording. I'm recording. 